The King is Coming, Ready or Not. My name's Leon Evans from Life Central Church in Hal Zoen, and Luke 1 verse 33 says he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The King is coming, ready or not. But you know, Christmas is coming, ready or not. Are you ready? How do we know that we're ready? Maybe the presents are wrapped in under the tree, all the trimmings are accounted for. We've ringed our favourite TV shows in the Radio Times. Yep, that's showing my age. And then we are ready. Really? Well, I mean, when it comes to anything in life, are we ever really ready? Or can we be ready enough? It was Easter Monday, 1989. I was standing in the front of the church. I was sweating. It wasn't hot, but I was sweating a lot. The music was formal. The dress was formal. Suddenly, the doors at the back of the church opened and down the aisle walked the most beautiful young woman and she's heading towards me. I'm 22 years old. I'm a sweating young man about to say, I do and I will. Was I really ready or was I ready enough? Fast forward two years, the same woman, now my wife, lying in the bed of a hospital, screaming at me. She's in pain as this little human emerges from within her. The nurse says, do you want some gas and air? And I say, yes, I do. She says, no, for your wife. She's the one having the baby. Then a few minutes later, I'm handed a human being that I am now responsible for. Was I ready or was I ready enough? And isn't this true of the whole of our lives? You know, when we were told that our youngest son has complex learning disabilities and he would never lead an independent life, the leadership challenges we've experienced, the death of my parents, friends, you know, I've never really felt ready, but by God's grace, we can be ready enough. The question is how, how do we become ready enough? The King is coming. We better get ready or at least ready enough. One of my favorite worship songs is Waiting Here For You. But one of my least favorite things is waiting. It's frustrating. It's demanding. It's testing. It's annoying. You know, Advent means arrival. It means the wait is over. For the Jews, it was the arrival of the Messiah. But for us, we know that's Jesus. Uh, And they've been waiting a long time. 680 years before Jesus is born, Isaiah prophesies. And, you know, in one of those prophecies, it's only one of the 108 prophecies that Jesus fulfilled in his life. In the 1950s, a maths professor worked out the probability of just eight of those 108 being fulfilled by Jesus. And he said it's one with 15 zeros, one to 100 quadrillion. And that's just eight of the 108. Wow. Jesus, the king, was worth the wait. Fast forward from Isaiah, then the period in between the Old and the New Testaments, that 400 years, no word from God, just waiting. But there's no word, nothing, zilch. Or was there? Maybe something is happening while nothing is happening. Maybe God is working while we wait. While we are getting ready, God is readying. And then the Christmas story comes and it majors on the phrase good news, or or we say the word gospel, The original language, euangelion, it's it's the arrival of a new kingdom. It's the arrival of a new way of living and being. You know, Alexander the Great in that Hellenistic Greek worldview, he brought education and healthcare and entertainment and athletics to the world. And he had a euangelion. The kingdom of Greece has arrived. Then the Romans show up. They also have a gospel, a euangelion, the Pax Romana, the peace of Rome. And then a new Caesar who calls himself Lord arrives and declares his euangelion. You see, all of these cultures had advents, arrivals, and they had parousias, which are second arrivals. 
The birth of Jesus comes in under the emperor Caesar Augustus, also called Octavian, the adopted son of Julius Caesar, who declared himself a god. Therefore, Caesar Augustus, the one who writes the census, is actually called the son of a god. And then Jesus is born. The waiting is over. The king has arrived. And when the Bible declares that Jesus then goes around proclaiming the good news, it means something to the listeners. There's a context. They've been waiting for so long for a euangelion, for an arrival, for a good news. The Romans established roads and systems of communication. So when the gospel came through Jesus, it can now travel all around the known world. God's timing is perfect. Paul says in Galatians 4 verse 4, but when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. Something is happening when nothing seems to be happening. God is working while we are waiting. So here's my thought for you today. If the king is coming, ready or not, we had better make sure we are ready or at least ready enough. This week, as we prepare for Christmas every day, we're going to look at one of the ways we can make sure we're ready enough, not just for Christmas, but for that day when the King comes again. We want to prepare ourselves, not just for his, the celebration of his first coming, but for his second coming. In the words of this beautiful Christmas song, listen to this, Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever. Now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, Raise us to thy glorious throne. Today, may you begin to get your heart and your life ready, not just for the first coming of the King, but, you know, for the second coming also.